Welcome to the FitMind Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Joy, certified personal trainer, fitness nutrition specialist, and mindset junkie. In this podcast, I'll be bringing you episodes that will help you get out of your own head to start seeing the change you want in your fitness journey and in the rest of your life. Because when you shape your mind, you shape your life. Now, let's get into today's episode. In this episode, I share my whole pageant experience from why I decided to do it, how I got involved, what I got out of it, and answer a lot of your nitty-gritty questions about it. Something I never in a million years thought I would have done is a beauty pageant. Me, Kylie, the girl that rocked the bowl cut, yes, bowl cut, and baggy t-shirts probably a lot longer than I should have, who still wears the Adidas Sambas over heels any day, competed in her first beauty pageant. What? It still seems a little surreal to me. And this is not saying anything negative about them, especially now that I know how much goes into it. It's just never something I thought I would do. Complete opposite from what I thought I would do. And I'll be the first to admit that in the past, I didn't have the best view of pageants, mostly because I didn't really know how much went into them or really anything about them. And like many people do when we're not informed about something, we can judge. I had no idea what went into them and always saw the woman competing as a flawless, rocking a killer bod, and they always looked totally and completely put together and perfect. No way I thought that was me. I had a lot of misconceptions about pageants and the people in them. So here I am, heavy mix of tomboy that's far from flawless, and I just competed in my first pageant. Though... It's not something I thought I would ever do. I'm really glad I did. And through this journey, I learned how much goes into it and how incredible and kind the women competing can be. And that really, we're all human. We all have flaws, but we're all beautiful too. And a question that I was asked a few times was, if I never thought this was something I wanted to do, why did I decide to compete in the first place? And how did I get involved in it? Well, Towards the end of last year, I was actually approached about competing for Miss Maine for America. I had no idea what it entailed, yet my initial reaction was still, yes. And then I was like, wait, what the heck just came out of my mouth? Literally one of the last things on the planet I ever thought I'd do, I just verbally agreed to. Hold up a second, maybe I should learn a little more about this. But that was my instant reaction was, yes, I will do it. I knew I needed to because a beauty pageant is totally out of my wheelhouse and my comfort zone, so I knew I needed to do it. I mean, this is what I preach on a daily basis. This is what I talk about, getting outside your comfort zone, doing the things that may scare the bejesus out of you because that is where you grow, and it was an experience that I wanted to have. I wanted to learn and grow and just figure this out. I knew I had to compete to show other women that you don't have to fit in a certain box to be confident and beautiful, that beauty comes from being unapologetically yourself, and that the only thing standing in your way is you. I mean, here I am. I literally wear activewear on a daily basis. I rarely get like girly things done, like I rarely get my nails done or my hair done, and a beauty pageant just really isn't me, but I can still be beautiful, and you can be too, whether you are that type of person or not, it doesn't matter who you are or what flaws you think you have, you are beautiful. So I knew I needed to do it to show other women that. And it's funny because I never thought this is something I would do, never thought I would be the right fit. 
I'm not super tall. I don't have supermodel legs. I'm definitely built like an athlete. Uh, I can do very basic makeup things, not super girly. However, the more I went through this, the more I realized that it is totally something I could do just by being myself. And that's something that I want you to realize too. Your strongest power, no matter what you're going after, is to be you, to own just being yourself. My aim going into this was really to get outside my comfort zone, to learn and grow and do something I've never done before, challenge myself in a new area, have fun, and do it while still being myself and also meet meet new people too. So those were my main goals. My main focus was not to win. It wasn't. And although I would have been super excited and fully, fully embraced the role, I was competing for different reasons. And at first, when I started to look at this and really think about it, I almost felt guilty and wrong for not going into it with the intention of winning, especially because I'm naturally really competitive and I think everyone wants to win, but I wanted to be real with you and share my true feelings with this whole process, and that's just what it was for me. Of course, everyone likes to win. I still wanted to do really well, and I still took it seriously, but that was not my main goal. My main goals were based around doing something new, growing in a new area, and challenging myself. And that's, again, not to say I did not take it seriously. I still hired a coach. I paid money to have someone walk me through this because I wanted to do well, and I took it seriously. Winning was just not my main goal, and I don't think it always has to be. You can want to experience different things without the main goal being the best at it. And with that being said, I'm very happy with the outcome. I went into this to challenge myself and grow in a new area and just learn, and that's exactly what I did. And I'm so proud of myself for doing it. And on top of that, I ended up placing second runner-up, me, second runner-up in Miss Maine for America. Like, that's still surreal to me. I'm really pumped about it. But I'm so happy that I placed that way. And I also received the Inspirational Woman Award, which meant just as much as placing in the top three. It was really incredible. The It was just a great ending to an amazing experience. The whole journey was fun, inspiring, and something that I'm blessed I got to be a part of. And it included a lot, which I'm going to walk you through, and then I'm going to walk you through some of the questions that I got too, answer some of those common questions that I had coming in about the pageant. But yeah, it was just a really cool experience, and a big part of it was once I signed up, I started to get involved in community events where I got to volunteer and connect with leaders in the community. And the opportunity to get even more involved is something that I've been wanting to do. I live in an area that I've been in for only like five or six years now, and I've had the intention of getting more involved in the community, but it's easy to get comfortable in your normal routine and not put yourself out there and get involved, or at least that's the way it was for me, especially since I'm actually naturally a shy person and more of a homebody and an introvert. So this pushed me to get out more, and I plan on being more involved now that you know I've gone out and about. But from November, when I signed up to the end of April, I had a few different community events, like a Skate for Wishes event. I had a New Year's celebration in Auburn, which is where I'm from. I was Miss Auburn 2019, so that was my title. And um, the Auburn's sesquicentennial, I don't even know if I pronounced that right. It's the 150th birthday celebration. 
uh, for Auburn. I did a Humane Society 5K that I helped out at, which was a lot of fun because I just got to hang out and pet some dogs. And I met so many amazing people in the community through this. So this was just a really great way to push me outside of my comfort zone to get out and get involved. And that was a lot of fun. And we also had workshops. So for the pageant, the director and everyone involved put these workshops on for everyone in the pageant to learn and get prepped for pageant weekend, pageant day. And it also helped us connect with one another and just prepare. So we'd get all of our questions answered. We get to know the other women that were competing in the Mrs. Maine and the Miss for America pageant and just get prepped for the weekend. So in the pageant that I was in, there was two kind of sections in it. There was the Mrs. Um, Maine, which obviously they were married, and then the Miss for America. So Miss Maine for America. And the Miss, obviously not married, so that was together in the same pageant. They just kind of rotated us in the same pageant, which I can go over in a little bit. But So that was fun to get to know all the Miss contestants and the Mrs. contestants. And I... One of my good friends, Beth, she was in the Mrs. Division. So this was something that we got to go through together, uh, the workshops, and we actually hired a coach together. And this was priceless. Having a friend to go through this with me, what made this experience so much fun, less stressful, and it was just really, really cool to experience something new with a friend. This was new for her too. So to have each other through this process was a blast. Um, and like I said, I decided to hire a coach because I know the power in investing in someone to walk you through a new journey. Like I'm a coach. I understand the investment and, and how important it is and the value that you get. So I went with my friend Beth, who again competed in the Mrs. competition and placed top five. She did awesome. Super, super proud of her. And so we went together and in our sessions with our coach, we covered the basics with pageantry and kind of what to expect since this was brand new for both of us. She answered a lot of our questions, mostly mostly Beth's questions since I had no idea even what to ask. Guys, I was so, so freaking clueless when I started. Um, yeah, so Beth, thank you for like reeling me in and um, having your shit together because I had, had no clue what to even ask. But we covered walking and posing for swimsuit and evening gown. So swimsuit was 25% of our score, evening gown was 25% of our score, and then interview prep, which interview would be 50% of our score. Uh, then our coach helped got us prepped for pageant weekend with a packing list, helped us pick out our outfits for the whole weekend, and so much more. Seriously, she was unreal and made the whole process so fun. She encouraged us to be ourselves and built up our strengths and made us feel good about the whole this whole new experience and area that we've never explored before. So Erica, if you are listening, you are amazing and I, I can't even explain how much of an impact you made on this journey. It was priceless. Hiring Erica as a coach was priceless for this because I went in having no clue what to do, being really unsure with what I should even be doing, and she encouraged me to be myself and rock what I wanted to rock, like just be me, and gave me direction along the way and answered all of my questions and was always there to give me guidance. So it was priceless. No matter what new endeavor you're trying to tackle, I can't reiterate enough how much a good coach can make a difference. 
she took so much stress and confusion out of the journey and just made it so fun for us. And yeah, it just, that was priceless. So Erica, again, thank you if you're listening. But when it came down to pageant weekend, that's where the nerves started to hit a little. Literally, I was not nervous. The whole experience, even going through our our prep in one of our workshops, we were prepping and doing a walking patterns and formations for the pageant. I was not nervous whatsoever. I was like, yeah, whatever, like we're going to do this, no big deal. And um, then the nerves hit pageant weekend. And I knew it was either going to go one of two ways. Either I would continue to be like, no big deal, not nervous whatsoever, or all the nerves that I wasn't feeling this whole time would just hit and they they, they hit on pageant weekend. But it's okay. It was fun in a jam-packed weekend that started Friday evening. So we had a whole weekend of it. Um, I got to the hotel Friday evening and unpacked before heading to rehearsals, which we had until late that night. And then... Uh, So after rehearsals, we just came back and kind of just went to bed. And then first thing Saturday morning, we had our interviews, which again, interviews were 50% of our total score, which really big deal. So interviews were a big deal. And my outfit choices for this were, yeah, I could either do like a dress, a jumper or a pantsuit. And guys, I love a nice pantsuit and feel like a freaking boss in one. So that is what I chose. I was the only one wearing it, which I liked because it was different. And again, just showed that I didn't care. I'm just going to be myself. I don't care if everyone else is wearing jumpers and dresses. I'm going to rock a pantsuit. And that I felt good about it. It was royal blue and I wore a royal blue bodysuit underneath with blue suede pumps and it looked killer. I loved it and I can't take credit for it. My coach picked it out for me. So yeah, but I loved it and I actually can't wait to wear it again. So that's what I wore and the interviews worked in this way. There were six judges So the first six of us went into the room and basically what you have to do is you go up to the table where the judge is, you have to turn your back to them so everyone starts kind of at the same time. They say time and you turn around and you shake their hand, introduce yourself, and then you have four minutes with that judge and then you move on to the next one. So that was cool. It was kind of like I expected but also not because the questions weren't always how I thought they were going to go. A lot of them talked more than I thought they were going to talk. I thought they were going to be asking me a lot of questions, but a couple of them talked like the whole time. Like, okay, well, that's interesting. But it was a really cool experience. And one of the questions you guys asked was, what did they ask in interviews? I was expecting interviews to go, like I said, a little bit differently and talk a little bit more about why I was there and why I think I'd be the right fit, basically be able to kind of pitch myself on why I was there, but I didn't really get that opportunity in most of my interviews. It was a big mix of questions depending on who was interviewing me, all the way from like what did I do to prepare, to what I thought about certain things going on in my town, to the biggest struggles I faced, and more. And yeah, so it was interesting. I kind of wish I would have gotten more of a chance to explain why I was there, but I mean, it was just a fun experience to prep for it. I had lists of questions that I went through um, from my coach and other online resources, and we also did mock interviews uh, with our coach. But honestly, I probably should have done a lot more practice with this and done mock interviews because it's different when you're reading a question and going over it in your head. 
um, compared to if someone is just straight out like asking you a question you don't know what you're going to be asked. It makes a really big difference, so I probably should have prepped a lot more, but I really wanted to go into this just being myself and not overthinking anything, so I, I'm like, struggle with, I know I should have prepped a little bit more, but also you know, it is what it is. Interviews were fun, but honestly, I think I would have enjoyed them more if I would have just prepped a bit more. And yeah, just done mock, more mock interview prep. If I do it again, I probably would have done that. But all in all, it was, it was fun. It went well. And then after morning interviews, we had rehearsals all day uh, with lunch and dinner breaks mixed in and then more rehearsals that night which included going over an opening number, which was like a little dance that we had to do at the beginning of the pageant that we learned Friday evening. But I want to make this super clear. Guys, I like to dance on my own terms, but something choreographed on stage with a gigantic heels on, probably the most terrifying part of the competition. For real. This is literally something that before... I would have been like, no freaking way. Why the hell am I doing that? Nope, I'm done. Like, I'm out. But I was already way too far in. So I embraced it. And along we went. <laughs> and it was fun. And I knew the dance, but still managed to mess up part of it, a quick part of it on stage pageant day. But oh, well, you know, this is something that I probably would have beat myself up about before. But I just laugh it off. I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely messed up a part of that step. But that's okay. It is what it is. It was fun. And uh, yeah, so basically rehearsals all day. And then Sunday morning, we had rehearsals. And this time it was dress rehearsal. So we went through our opening number outfit, swimsuits, then evening gown. And after that, we went back up to our rooms to get ready for the pageant. So it was literally a nonstop weekend. And this, yeah, this was a lot of fun, a little crazy. But it was great. So we went up to our rooms to get ready for the pageant, but I'm actually going to answer a question that I wasn't expecting to get. However, I got a couple times. You guys are weird like me, so I'm okay with it. I love it. The question was, how many times did you poop that morning of the pageant? Three. All before noon, before time to get ready for the pageant, which was great. I'm very happy about However, this actually isn't a huge stretch for me because I typically poop one to two times a day anyways, but didn't go Saturday because I don't know if you deal with this, but I do. New place, running around all day. My body was like, nope, not happening. So I guess it kind of makes sense that Sunday caught up with me. I'm lucky it did before being in a swimsuit with like a super bloated belly. But anyways, the answer for those of you who were interested in that question three partially due to not going on Saturday, partially due to nerves because, you know, sometimes just that happens. Um, but yeah, anyway, I know a lot of you are probably like, you don't care how much I poop, but for those who were genuinely interested, that's, that's how many. So basically getting ready for the pageant, uh, this was some of the most fun, I think, all weekend because we got to be like pampered. We got our hair and makeup done and Beth and I shared a room. So we had our hair and makeup artists come up to our room and we played some music and we just like had fun getting ready. But a huge, huge shout out to my amazing hair and makeup artist, Chrissy from Big Day Beauty Events. She did a killer job on my hair and makeup for both interview and pageant day. So I had her come for interview too and she did my hair and makeup for interview and she nailed it. Um, she's also the one that does 
my color and styles um, for my hair normally and for all my photo shoots. So I will link her info below in the notes for anyone in Maine needing her services. She is super, super talented and an incredible person. And I'm very grateful for her. And yes, so Chrissy, if you're listening, thank you. Then we headed down and it was time for the pageant. It was broken up into the opening number. Then after our little opening number dance, we did introductions where we basically just like came up to the microphone and introduced like who we are. So I said, Kylie Jolliker, Miss Auburn, and then a little bit about yourself, which was for me, business owner and podcast host. And then the next person would go and we just did a little introduction. And after that, we went and got changed for swimsuit. So while... The Miss contestants had gone, the Mrs. contestants were waiting to go, and then when the Mrs. contestants were up on stage introducing themselves, the the Miss contestants were changing for swimsuit. So it was kind of like alternating, like one after another, which was helpful because then we got to go change and there was still something on stage. And um, while we got changed, they also, I think, had some entertainment on stage too. And then we went out and did our swimsuit number which was basically walking out together in a group, all the Miss contestants, and then we each had our turn to do our walk in our poses. So that was fun and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) So we went after that and got changed for evening gown, which we stayed in through our evening gown number. So evening gown was a little bit different. Swimsuit, we walked out in a group and we were all on stage in a group and we just rotated doing our walks. So the first person would go do their walk, pose, walk, pose, walk, pose, go back into the formation. The next person would go. Evening gown, you went by yourself out on stage and you did your little evening gown walk. You'd pose and then you'd walk off and then the next person would come on. And then after evening gown, we had our awards and crowning. So we just stayed in our evening gown for that. And there were several different awards given out for Miss and Mrs. And one of them was the Inspirational Woman Award. And when my name was called for that, it was one of the best feelings. Out of all the awards, this meant the most to me personally because that's why I, what I try to strive for every single day. To inspire one person to take action with their life and their joy, to live healthier, happier, and realize that they are in control of their lives That was really a touching award to receive, and I'm really, really grateful for it. Um, But yeah, after all the awards was the crowning. They called the top five in no specific order, but when my name was called, I was pretty excited about it. And then they started to announce the fourth runner-up, third runner-up, and guys, I was still there. I was like, what? Top three? I couldn't believe it. Here I am standing with these incredible women and I placed in the top three and I'm very, very happy about that because we had a stellar group of ladies. And then I was called for second runner up and honestly, I was super pleased with that. Um, I was, yeah, I was really, really happy with that. I went into this to do something different and challenge myself in a new area while still being myself. And I feel like that is something that I totally did. And I still placed top three, which was a huge, huge win in my book. And I was so happy with that placement. And both of the ladies in the top two are incredible. Actually, like all the top five and everyone would have done amazing. Um, And ultimately, though, the crown went to my sister friend, Jenna, who is the perfect fit for the job. I was so excited for her, like genuinely freaking excited. Jenna, you're going to rock this. So, which 
leads me to one of the questions I received, which honestly was one of my biggest fears coming into this. Cattiness in Mean Girls. So pageants, this is the question, pageants have such a bad rap for cattiness. Did you see any of that? I was a little worried about this and wasn't sure how it would pan out before I met the other girls because I'm, I don't know, I've, I've been that person before where I was catty because I was comparing myself to others and, you know, you go through stages like that, but that was a long freaking time ago and I just don't feel like dealing with that anymore, nor do I, like, care, like, I'm just gonna do me, be me, and do what I want to do. But I didn't want to be surrounded by that, if that makes sense. And I was a little worried that I would be. I didn't want to be surrounded by a bunch of mean girls that I had nothing in common with. That was a legitimate fear of mine. Um, Though I have heard some horror stories with other systems and pageants and stuff, this was not the case for the system I was in. They promoted a sisterhood to me and not cattiness. But I was like, yeah... Sure, I'll believe it when I see it. I've heard the horror stories about pageants and pageant girls. So, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. But guys, these women were the most kind and supportive group I've ever been involved with. Like, ever. One of my biggest takeaways, if not the biggest takeaway, was the friendships that I built through this process. And I'm forever grateful for the relationships I've built. I would have been so excited to see any of them win seriously. And throughout the whole weekend, everyone was super supportive and encouraging to one another. I was honestly amazed by how supportive and encouraging the ladies were. Like everyone had each other's back and I literally have goosebumps right now. Everyone had each other's back and wanted to help out one another. That was amazing. That's what this is all about because at the end of the day, yeah, there's going to be one winner. So why go into it and have a miserable experience being catty and bitchy and dealing with that? And while there's only going to be one winner anyway, where you could in turn just support and encourage one another, build these awesome relationships and have a blast doing it. The energy is completely different. And from what I saw was women supporting and encouraging one another. And that was super inspiring and empowering. And shout out to all the ladies involved because they are seriously rock stars. So now to answer some of your other questions that I haven't already answered. First off, did you diet or do anything different with your workouts to prepare? I'm going to be real with you. This is one of the times I really got in my own head, uh, mostly about swimsuit, because over the last year and a half, I have not been working on losing weight. I've been working on building strength, and for diet, I've been at maintenance calories or more of a surplus, so I was not the leanest and most shredded I've ever been, oh, I mean, yes and no. I'm in good shape and I feel good, but when this started, I had been working on gaining muscle, gaining strength, not dieting, and we're told so often that we need to be dieting or losing weight. Like, that's what we're marketed to, and even as a trainer, even as a coach, knowing that this is not what you should be doing, it's easy to get in your own head, and I had people saying, oh, you're going to rock swimsuit, and as much as I appreciated that, That made me just put more pressure on myself at first because I'm like, oh great, here I am, a trainer, people expect a certain like level out of me and even though I knew I was healthy and fit, I just started to put more pressure on myself and I was tempted to do like a ton of cardio and cut calories a lot because I knew that it would work for the short time but I knew that it doesn't work in the long run and that isn't what I should have been focused on. So a big part of it was first getting out of my own damn way and realizing that, okay, 
you look good, you feel good, that's all you need to worry about, and rock what you got. So what I wanted to do was just make small shifts and small changes because I worked really hard to build up my metabolism. I didn't want to crash diet or do a shit ton of cardio, but I did, however, want to make some slight changes. So I started to add in a little bit of cardio. So I was like running or doing the Stairmaster because that was just easy for me to add in. However, I get plantar fasciitis and that cropped up pretty quickly when I started to add cardio in, so I didn't do it for that much longer. Um, So even though I wanted to add like running in however many days a week, like I slowly started to increase it because I wasn't doing really any cardio. I slowly started to increase just doing like a mile or a couple miles every day or every couple days a week and then slowly increase from there. But then when my plantar fasciitis really started to bother me, I swapped cardio like running and more high-intensity cardio to walking. I legit just changed it to walking outside with Louie, and that was my cardio. And along with that, I started to slowly reduce calories. But I didn't do any real crazy shifts with my diet. At the end of the day, my I knew my body wasn't going to, like, have a night and day difference by the time I started to actually, like, prep for this, which was, like, a month month and a half maybe out. Um, But my nutrition plan didn't really change much because this is just something I do and have been doing for a long time. I've been eating healthy for a long time. It's My diet's far from perfect. I still like chocolate. I still like having a drink once in a while. I, you know, I'm not perfect. But since this is part of my lifestyle, I really didn't feel like I had to make much of a change or restrict anything. So I was still eating what I wanted to the days leading up to the pageant. It was more just business as usual with a little bit of more like attention and mindfulness played into portion sizes. So I did slowly decrease my calories um, and I was moving more throughout the day, just going for walks, but nothing crazy, nothing drastic changed. And this is what I recommend. Reaching a goal is going to be so much easier when you work on shifting your lifestyle and giving it time instead of constantly trying to crash diet. If you have a goal six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, start working towards it now. Start making slow shifts and it's going to become effortless and easy. I almost felt guilty like not giving more things up because like I know a lot of the other women were dieting a little bit more and that's not, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But I'm like, well, I don't feel like I need to because I've spent so much time working on my diet that I don't want to restrict anything and I'm just going to, you know, cut back my calories a little bit because again, I was, wasn't dieting at that point. I was eating maintenance calories. I wasn't trying to lose weight or even I was eating probably more than that. So I just was a little more mindful and that's all I did. So you can definitely do something to prepare differently, but I decided at the end of the day that I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I'll do a little more movement and I will reduce my calories a little bit, but I didn't feel like restricting, so I didn't and um, I'm okay with it. So that's what that looked like. Next question was, what was the most difficult and challenging part prepping for the pageant? Heels. A hundred freaking percent the heels. Going from sneakers to six inch stilettos 
what? That was the hardest part. They're just not super comfortable for me since I never wear heels anymore. And that was quite the jump going from flat to platform stilettos. But yeah, that's what it was. Especially because that's what you're critiqued on. You're walking on stage, posing in those things and trying to do it gracefully. There was a lot more too that goes into uh, doing it properly than I even realized. Like, for example, how you're supposed to step and lead with a certain foot depending on your stance and how to transition from a pose to walking correctly, which was great to learn until we were actually on stage and then I had like zero room to, to do what I needed to do and the movements I needed to make, as well as cracks in the staging, which was terrifying since during rehearsals, people's heels kept falling through the cracks and that happened to me too and that's all I could freaking think about was my heel getting caught and me just like taking a tumble so yeah to sum it all up heels and although I'm a lot more comfortable in them now and it was a fun thing to learn and progress with I yeah it was still heels I did go, however, from feeling like I couldn't even stand up in them without wobbling. Like, legit, when I put them on for the first time, I'm like, how am I going to walk in these things? They're gigantic. Now, I can walk and pose like a boss or near boss. (laughs) But yeah, heels, definitely the most difficult thing. Next question. Were you intimidated by the other girls who might have done something like this before? How did you handle the pressure to compare yourself to others? So... If I would have done this a few years ago, I know I totally would have been because I wasn't in the right frame of mind, to be honest. I would have been intimidated by the other girls and played a nonstop comparison game and it would have sucked all the fun right out of it. So a couple years ago, yeah, I would have been intimidated and yeah, I would have uh, had a lot of pressure to compare myself to others. But over the last few years, I've really worked on being confident, being myself and dropping the comparison. I came into this wanting to be 100% myself, which means I didn't care what other people were doing, wearing, or saying. I kept my blinders on and focused on improving myself and doing what I wanted to do, not trying to be better than another person. It was literally me versus me. So no, I was not intimidated or felt like comparing myself to others. Of course, like this did crop up um, a tiny, tiny bit, like pageant weekend, because we're we're human and it's almost a natural human reaction to like start to play the comparison game. But I quickly, quickly dismissed it. It was like a couple seconds and gone. And this is a huge difference for me a few years ago. I would have second guessed everything I did, everything I said in war. And instead I was like, F it, I'm just going to be me. And if I'm not the right fit, then I'm not the right fit. And it's not a big deal. And I can't tell you the weight that it took off me not just for the pageant, but every area of my life. Doing that in every area I can, it took a huge weight off of me. And I seriously can't recommend it enough. Having that confidence has helped me, not just in the pageant, but in every area of my life. Just stepping into it and saying, you know what? I'm just gonna be me. If I'm not the right fit, I'm not the right fit. Because comparing yourself to others does nothing for you. You can see what someone else is doing and achieving and take like pointers from that saying, oh, maybe I can apply something like that to me, but make it your own and continue to be yourself because it's like comparing apples to zucchinis. You can't compare yourself to someone else because you're completely different people. You're in different parts of your life. You have different things going on. You're in different parts of your journey. So yeah, comparison just doesn't make any sense. So 
confidence in owning who you are and just being yourself while not really paying attention to what others are doing or comparing yourself to them is huge, guys. Life freaking changing. So highly, highly recommend. Next question. What were the biggest learning curves to entering a pageant and experiencing it? Well, heels, but we already went over that. And really, it was just learning the pageant world and everything that kind of went into it because I was clueless when I started. There are a bunch of different pageant systems and they're not connected to each other and that still kind of confuses me a little bit. But everyone was so amazing and supportive and helpful for like figuring things out and my coach was amazing and helpful for guiding me through everything. But really just learning about the pageants and how it works and learning what the du- the judges are looking for and how to present yourself in a certain way while still remaining true to who you are. But just all the little things and learning the whole world of pageantry because it was new to me. What emotion was the strongest through the experience? I love this question. Honestly, curiosity. For most of it, I was just genuinely curious and interested about learning the process and going through it. A big reason I went into this was to do something new and to challenge myself in a new area. So it started with genuine curiosity with learning all about it. That is, up until pageant weekend, I did start to get nervous, but I wasn't nervous the whole time. So that was just a small part of it. I was just slightly terrified because of those six-inch heels. But other than that, just curiosity, which kept it really fun and light and just made the experience enjoyable. Next question, how awful were the heels to be in for a long period of time and how long did it take for the feeling to come back to your feet? Well, I wore my heels around the house, like to prepare, so I thought I'd be okay. I did a little walking practice, but standing in them on concrete floors for hours, very painful. By the end of the pageant, I was like hobbling around in them to like get pictures done and I could not wait to take them off my feet, but my feet were numb, and for a couple days, I had, (laughs) like, the ball of my foot into my big toes, and a few of my other toes were, they were completely numb, and it's over a week after the pageant, and I still have toes that are half numb, so it's slightly concerning. I'm sure the feeling will completely come back, I hope, but yeah, that's how, that's how the heels went. It was more painful than I thought it was going to be. Next question, a behind-the-scenes question. Give us some little-known keys to success like butt glue, which I'll cover in a second. Keys to success. Well, I walked around my house in my heels a lot, although if I were to do it again, I would walk around in them a lot more and on different surfaces because, like I said before, the staging had gaps and it made me really nervous. So I would have just walked around in them a lot more, but I just wore them around the house like when I was doing chores and stuff like that. Chores. Oh my God. It's like I'm a child. I was doing housework or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Next, uh, nipple covers. I didn't wear a bra almost all weekend, which I am all about especially on pageant day, no bra, no underwear, nothing. Just slapped on some nipple covers and I was good to go. I got them off Amazon. They were amazing. And I actually will probably wear them for a lot of summer because it was so much better than wearing a bra. And um, my boobies aren't very big where they need any extra support. I guess one pro to that. So yeah, nipple covers. 
Next was my esthetician gave me collagen eye masks, which were really helpful since I didn't get that much sleep that weekend. We got back to our rooms late both nights and then just the anticipation of the pageant and what we had to do. Didn't sleep super well, so having collagen eye masks, which helped me look like I wasn't a zombie, really helpful. So shout out to Shannon for that. You are amazing. And then, of course, butt glue. Something I wasn't even aware of before being in a pageant and nothing that I ever thought I would need ever, but it was on my packing list and I got it and I used it and what it is is to keep your bikini bottoms from riding up. So you slap a little butt glue on your butt and slap your bathing suit on and it sticks, which is something that I needed um, since everything rides up on me because I got a big booty. So butt glue was very helpful. And then the biggest key to success through this, mindset, 100%. Having the right mindset and the right focus and not trying to be someone else. I didn't prep nearly as much as I should have, honestly, if I'm, if I'm being real. But I came in top three and I know it's because I went in being 100% confidently myself. So that is the biggest key to success. The thing that I would share with you is to be you. Last question. Will you do it again? Well, possibly. Before going into the weekend, I was like, hell yeah, I'll do this again. And then we went through the weekend. I'm like, that was a lot. (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm ready to do this right now. Um, So I might do it again. But right now, it's just not on the top of my list. It was an incredible experience. And I'm so glad I did it. I have been connected with countless incredible women, leaders in the community, and I had the opportunity to get out of my comfort zone, be more involved, and learn and grow in a new area. It was such a fun time and a great way to test myself and just get outside my bubble. But it's also not an area I want to focus on right now. If I do compete again, I would want to do it to win, not just for the experience, but to win. Because I've already had the experience I mean, that's the reason I main reason I went into it this time was to experience it all. But now that I have had that, I would want to do really well and I'd go into it wanting to win. But right now, I'm just not really interested in that. And um, it's just not a top priority for me. But that's okay. I am still super, super grateful for the opportunity. I, it's really surreal for me to look back and think that that's something that I did. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm just blessed for the experience, the opportunity, meeting all the amazing women that I met, and just putting myself out there. And I want to say a really quick thank you to all of my sponsors that supported me in this and everyone that took the time to comment on my post, to reach out to me, to give me a little girl and say congratulations or just encourage me along the journey. You have no idea how much that helped keep my energy up and keep me focused. So thank you. Thank you so much to everyone that was so supportive. I I can't even explain the support that I got. It was not something I could have even imagined, but the amount of people that were coming to me and saying like, good luck, congratulations, like everything. You are amazing and your messages were so appreciated. So thank you. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I highly encourage you to take on the opportunities that arise. Yes, some may not be the right fit, but if you feel that it is and the only thing stopping you is fear or feeling like you're not ready to do it, 
do it. Jump in. Have fun. Be kind to yourself along the way and just be open to learning and growing. That was the best part I got out of this was just learning and growing in a new area and it made it so much fun. So you have one life. Go do the things. Have a blast. Thank you for listening to The Fit Mind. If you found this or any of the other episodes helpful, please take a minute to share this podcast with a friend or leave a five-star review. It only takes a minute and is a huge help for me and helps support the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening in. I'll catch you on the next episode.